Do you feel frozen every single time you have to write about your business or about yourself? Or do you feel every single time you have to sell, you feel the ick and you don't want to feel too salesy? If this sounds like you, then listen up. Now, before I dive in, I first of all want to just address the elephant in the room. (laughs) In case you didn't realize, I'm not Maria. I am Anita. Hello. I am actually a ex-lawyer turned brand strategist and copywriter and founder of WordFetty. We're a brand strategy and copywriting house where we help brands that don't do normal stand out and convert through the power of psychology and words. Now, Maria has kindly handed over the virtual mic for her podcast today for me to share with you a very exciting three-day copy confidence challenge that I'm going to be hosting on the 13th, 14th, and 17th of April. By the end of the three days where we're going to be hanging out one hour per each of those days, you are going to be able to walk away, being able to write more confidently, being able to be a better writer. And in today's digital world, let's be honest, your ability to translate the thoughts and your ideas from your mind into words is going to be the one thing that's going to have you standing out and attracting your ideal audience. And in turn, converting more. So if this sounds like something you want to be part of, then I would love to have you there. Check out the URL that's going to be in the show notes of this particular episode. It's going to be $49 for a very limited time. It's never going to be this price again. We're going to be increasing the price very shortly. So make sure you jump in while you can. Alrighty, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Career Confidence Podcast, the podcast for driven lawyers wanting to step out of the traditional path and build fulfilling and purposeful careers. I'm your host, Maria Duca, legal counsel and career coach, helping you navigate your career with intention and confidence. In this podcast, we don't shy away from having real conversations about topics that matter to us driven AF go-getters. From manifesting your dream career, negotiating the salary you deserve, creating your personal brand, knowing when it's time to pivot. We cover these topics and so much more. You ready? Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello. I hope you're doing well. It feels good to be on the mic again. I am officially married. I'm back from my honeymoon. I also caught a cold (laughs) towards the end of my honeymoon. And I'm, I would say, at the end of that cold now, thankfully. Jeez, what a whirlwind it has been. Wow. The last few weeks have definitely been a whirlwind. The wedding was absolutely amazing, magical, everything that I wanted and even more, to be honest. You know, before... When you're planning a wedding and before the wedding, you worry about all of these finer details and you think, you know, is everything going to work out? And, you know, you stress yourself over nothing really. But then on the day, it all just falls into place and everything that you worry about doesn't even matter anymore. And that's how I felt actually when I walked down the aisle, like I was nervous before I walked down the aisle naturally because everyone's, you know, staring at you and you dream about this day forever. But as soon as I saw George waiting for me at the end of the aisle, I just felt so excited and actually felt calm, like all the nerves just went away, really. And I was just so, like, pumped to be there marrying my best friend. And that was, yeah, just so perfect. 
And then when we were saying our vows, you know, typical Melbourne weather turned a little bit, started literally thunderstorming. I mean, like dramatic much and we're getting married outdoors, but we were both just so focused on saying our vows and we're just so both happy to be there and focus on one another. And we said our vows beautifully without any concern for what was happening outside of our little, you know, bubble. And thankfully it didn't rain too hard. So, you know, the guests just kind of like gathered around us under the tree, which is actually kind of nice because then they're even closer to you, you know, all your loved ones. And yeah, it actually made for so much more of an interesting story. Right. And that's what my photographer actually said to me. She's like, if everything just went perfectly, then you wouldn't have any story to tell around the thunderstorm and how you both just looked into each other's eyes and didn't worry at all about what was happening outside of you two. And I was like, yeah, that's so true. So I think I just like learned to let go on the day and not to worry about the small things because None of those things matter. At the end of the day, you're marrying the love of your life. That is why you're there to begin with. Everything else is just aesthetics and a bonus and and all of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, the wedding was amazing. We danced a lot. I don't think I stopped dancing. Like I was, yeah, getting so sweaty and tired by the end of the night. Literally felt like a workout. We had traditional Macedonian and Greek dancing as well. So, yeah, it was just a lot of fun and I think – I guess really love that blend of culture that we got to share with everyone. What else can I tell you? It just went too quickly. That's the only downfall of your wedding day is that it just goes too quickly. You know, the morning of and during the day, it's going at a good pace and it feels really nice and, you know, relaxing and all of that. But as soon as we got to the venue and did our first dance and all of that, it honestly just felt like a blur. And it's also such a surreal experience because you are under the same roof as all of your loved ones all at the same time, which is something that is rare. I mean, when is the, you know, when's the last time or when is it going to be the next time that you're going to be under the same roof as all of your loved ones? So it feels really, really surreal. It felt like a dream. And then the next day I was like, did that even happen? Or was that just a dream? So yeah, it was honestly such a perfect day and even though the weather wasn't you know as great as we wanted it to be and all of that kind of stuff like yeah none of that mattered we just let go of all of that and yeah then we caught up with family the next day and then after that we were off on our honeymoon we went to Byron Bay and it was just really relaxing I didn't really want to do much on this trip I just wanted it to be low-key chilling by the pool kind of trip I didn't yeah, want to do too many activities. As you can imagine, a lot goes into planning a wedding and then the wedding day itself is full on. So yeah, it was the perfect just five days of chilling out with my husband, which was really, really lovely. And then towards the end of that trip, I started getting sick, which sucked so much. I started with a sore throat and then it just like progressively got worse. And then yeah, I was quite sick after that. And I honestly think that it was just all this build up to the wedding and every you know holding everything within you and it was just I think a release of all of that so yeah I feel like finally I'm just coming out of that and I'm feeling just so much better and like myself again because that is you know a little bit of a downer after the high of getting married and being on your honeymoon to then get sick and not to 
continue on on you know with that exciting energy to you know actually feel down and just want to rest so yeah feeling so so much better so yes that is why I am very excited to be recording an episode and to be in your ears today and I hope that you're doing well and I hope that your year so far has been everything that you wanted and more um it feels like it's been like a really I don't know if you feel it too, but it feels like it's been a slow start to the year, even though, I mean, like I had a lot going on in terms of like my wedding and all of that, but we're only, you know, towards the end of March now. When this goes live, it'll be April, but yeah, I feel like it's been a slower start to the year than usual, which is actually quite nice. And from an astrological point of view, I think the astrological year actually begins in March. So it makes a lot of sense that we've taken our time to ramp things up and that's okay. And I'm actually like just getting used to that, you know, like allowing myself to rest, particularly after planning a wedding for so long to actually just be and not constantly be on to the next thing. So that's something that I am learning to just really slow down and just be a bit more intentional about you know, my goals and my next steps and all of that, which leads me perfectly into this episode, which I want to talk about. Feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, and stuck in a career that feels misaligned. You know that there's something missing, but you just don't know what those next steps will look like. Well, it's time to intentionally design your next career move with The Unbound Lawyer. Get crystal clear on the career you desire, own your unique skills, embrace your leadership mindset, and confidently move towards your dream role in 12 weeks. So you can create a fulfilling career that aligns with your lifestyle, stand out as you trailblaze your own path, attracting opportunities beyond what you thought possible. I'm doing a final intake of clients in my program, The Unbound Lawyer, by 18th of June before I go on mat leave in September. So if you want to join the Unbound Lawyer program, which is a private one-on-one three-month coaching program, now is the time. So run, don't walk, put this into your browser now, www.mariaduka.com forward slash unbound dash lawyer. That's www.marijaduka.com dot com forward slash unbound dash lawyer and book in your discovery call today and we'll chat more about how we can turn your career goals into reality. Now let's go back to today's episode. Why spending time on your vision really matters. You know, so if you are someone that is wanting to make a change in your career, whether you're wanting to change industries, whether you want to completely change your career and move into a different type of role, whatever it is that you're feeling the urge and the pull to do, I really want to emphasize the importance of spending time in creating the vision for that next chapter of your career before jumping into those next steps, you know, or applying for jobs blindly. So this is what this episode will be about today. And I will talk about why it's important and I'll provide you with some tips that will help you to get clear on your vision. And yeah, so that 
this episode can help you start creating your vision if you haven't spent that time on it yet, give you that inspiration to be intentional and slow down so that then later it will you know, help you tenfold when you are making your moves. Okay, let's dive in. If you are wanting to make a change in your career, don't just jump into applying for things without intention. And the reason is because if you don't spend time on thinking about and crafting like what it is that you're actually wanting, you're going to take action that isn't aligned with your true vision. And more likely than not, your action will be coming from more of a place of fear and scarcity of wanting to get out from where you are right now and just whatever it is, just make that next move and just quickly do it and move forward. But really us rushing into that next step without actually creating the foundations or turning inward and asking ourselves what we actually want, you'll end up making decisions that later on you'll see aren't actually a good fit for you. And you'll realize that spending the time from the beginning will lead you into opportunities that are actually meant for you and that are more aligned. So really it's all about going slower to then move into more of an aligned role rather than thinking that you have to rush, rush, rush and just move on to the next thing. And look, I get it. Like that's societal conditioning in that we feel like we always have to be moving on to the next thing and the next thing. But if done intentionally, it can cause us so much more stress later on down the track than it being a positive thing. And I talk about this from a place of experience from a place of you know personal experience as well as like seeing my clients you know having done that first before they come see me and it not working out for them so you know just to I guess wrap that part up in a neat bow the reason why it's important to spend time on your vision is so that you can make better and more aligned career decisions that will help you move into a role that is actually for you rather than just rushing into something that isn't right for you. And the second part of that is that you actually open yourself up to more opportunities and opportunities that you didn't even think were possible for you by spending that intentional time on your vision. So what does it mean to set the vision? Like when I'm saying that, you're probably thinking, what do you mean, Maria? Like how do I set the vision, you know, and this is something that I want to cover so that you understand what that means so that you can then implement that into your own life if that feels right for you. So setting the vision is really about going internal and asking yourself what it is that you're actually wanting your next chapter to look like. And by spending time, you're getting more clear on that vision and what you're wanting because we don't spend enough time going, oh, actually, what do I want? When you are also creating this vision, what comes up is the things that you also don't love and don't enjoy about your current role. And that's a good thing because then from that place, you can acknowledge 
what you're not loving right now and then thinking, okay, well, if I flip all of those things that I don't enjoy, what would that actually look like? And in terms of how you create the visioning, it depends if you're a visual person or if you like to write things down. I love writing things down. I love journaling. And also I want to say that you don't have to know exactly how you're going to get there because when you start to stress about, or how am I going to get there? Or how is this possible? You cut yourself off from the magic of envisioning your next chapter because you just will say to yourself, well, that's not possible. I don't know. I can't really see how I'm going to get there. So what's the point? So when you are spending time on your vision, don't yet think about the how, how you're going to get there, how it's going to happen. Just simply focus on what it is that you're wanting to create, what you're wanting to bring into your life, what you're wanting to bring into that next version of yourself and that next version of your career. So some questions that you can ask yourself that will help you formulate your vision are as follows. And these are some questions that I work on with my clients because my clients and I in the three-month program that I offer, we spend quite a bit of time at the beginning in creating that vision for their career so that they can have the clarity to then know what those next steps are and create those next steps to then move on to making that vision a reality. It's like building a house. Like how can you build a house without the foundations? It'll fall apart. You can't. So, you know, taking that same principle here, it's the same thing. How can you take the next steps when you don't even know what that looks like from the beginning and what you're actually wanting to bring in? So, Firstly, think about who do you want to become and who do you want to show up as? You know, what would that look like if you took that step into your vision? Because when we are wanting to make some sort of change in our career, in our life, it requires a different version of ourselves. So first, just start off with that question around who do you want to become and how do you want to show up in this world? Like what type of person do you want to be? The second part is about acknowledging what's blocking you right now. So is it self-limiting beliefs of not believing that you can move into that type of career, thinking that it's not possible? Or is it that, you know, you're really exhausted because you have a really taxing and busy job that it just hasn't allowed you the time and space to think about what your next steps are. You know, you might know that uh, you feel exhausted and you don't want to do this type of job anymore, but you haven't had the space to think about, well, what do I actually want? So it's important to acknowledge what's blocking you right now. And think about once you acknowledge what's blocking you, think about what if I just took one step, what would that step be? to move through this block that I have. And then the next part is where we start to formulate the vision for your career. So the first part is all about you right now and the future you of who you want to become. And then it's time to think about what do you want out of your career? And with my clients, we always start with the bigger vision and then we narrow it down because it's easier to think about the big picture 
and then start to narrow it down. So when you are thinking about what you want out of your career, dig deep and write from the heart. And again, ignore the self-limiting thoughts telling you you can't do it, why you can't do it. If that's what's coming up for you, just go, okay, acknowledge what's coming up for me in terms of this is what my thoughts are saying, but they're not actually true. Let's move through that so that I can actually spend quality time on thinking about what I want out of my career. And when you have the time and space, you'll realize that you already know what you want out of your career. And you might not know the specifics yet, you know, exactly where you're working, what company you're working for, or whether you're working for yourself. Like you might not know the specifics, but trust me when I say that when you give yourself that time and space, you do naturally know what are the type of things you want out of your career? Like, how do you want to feel each day? Like, what type of work do you want to be doing? Like, what feeling comes up when you are, you know, showing up for your day? So it's like the essence of what you're wanting. Like, you already know and it's already there, but you just have to give yourself the time and space to allow those things to actually come to the forefront for you. And then the final bit, another part you can think about and work on when you're doing this envisioning exercise is that when you write down like what do you want out of your career and allow yourself to think expansively, then think about, okay, well, reflecting on what I do want and reflecting on my current career and what I don't want and what's forcing me to want to change, set your non-negotiables. So as you move to that next chapter of your career, what are things that you want to leave behind and not take with you? And this will be your non-negotiables. And it's important to get clear on your non-negotiables because you'll be clear when you are applying for that next role or taking the next steps in creating or making your career vision a reality in that when some things pop up, you'll know, well, that's not what I want. That's a non-negotiable for me and I'm not taking that with me. And that could be anything. It could be from working part-time that that's a non-negotiable for you. It could be flexibility and being able to work around your children. It could be in terms of the people that you work with. Like maybe you've got experience working with toxic people in a toxic culture. And for you, it's really important to get to know the type of people that you may potentially be working with. And that's a non-negotiable for you. It could be investment in growth and development. So, you know, your non-negotiables are very personal to you and your situation and your past experience, but it's really important to acknowledge what these are. And so then once you've taken the time to answer these questions and to envision what you want your career to look like, to feel like. And, you know, none of these things are woo-woo, by the way, because if you don't spend this time building the foundations, things will then not feel right when you are taking unaligned action. And so once you've created this vision, it's then easier for you to know, okay, well, this is the direction that I want to go towards. What are the next steps that are required of me to start moving in that direction? 
you see how it's so much easier to be able to take action and plan when you know what that vision looks like for your career. I hope this short episode helped you and also inspired you. Maybe if you're feeling a bit flat or if you feel like you've been taking all the action and not getting anywhere or getting any results or just constantly moving into a role that you end up not loving at all or hating, just, yeah, I hope this is a reminder that take the time to envision what you want and then take the action after that. Don't let anyone rush you, including yourself. This is not a race. Your career, your life is not a race. There is no reward for, you know, whoever gets first to the career that they love, they get a reward for it. No, like this is life and it's okay to take the time and space to make informed and intentional choices about your career. I will be back in your ears next week. I hope you have an amazing rest of the week and I'll chat to you very soon. See you later. Thanks for tuning into the Career Confidence Podcast. Like what you learned today? Why not share this episode with your work bestie and leave us a five-star review on wherever you listen to your podcast on. We'd absolutely love to get into more ears and help more women just like you build fulfilling and thriving careers. Until next time.